0: Welcome to the Tarot for March 2023. This time of year in Michigan is a time of big winds, ice storms, 50 degrees one day, 15 degrees the next. So I hope it's warm and sunny wherever you are. As usual, it was really kind of challenging to come up with relevant questions. It's actually more challenging to come up with the questions than it is to actually pull the cards and read them. Um, But after the fake drama around shooting down Chinese weather balloons and unidentified flying objects, I thought I would ask about ETs and see what the guards had to say. The next thing that, that came up was whether or not we would hold together as a nation or disintegrate into war and civil confrontations. So last October, I asked the question, are we facing a kinetic war? And drew the three of swords, three swords going through the heart, which was not very encouraging. So this was an update on that whole war situation. So, and I also want to mention that this tarot reading might be just a little bit longer because I usually ask just one question. And try to draw a single card but i didn't do that this time the questions in their singular form seemed to be too simple and they left out too many aspects that were not being dealt with so i drew what i call commentary cards these are extra cards that help shed a little light on the topic in question Um, and the result is that this month's reading is just a little bit richer In perspective. So the questions asked were, number one, what do the cards have to say about the subject of extraterrestrials? Should we prepare for extraterrestrial contact? And if so, what is the best way to start? And the cards, the main card that came up was the Eight of Cups. And in response to the second part of the question, should we prepare, I got the Ace of Cups. And out with it (laughs) came the Hanged Man. So let's go through these. The Eight of Cups shows a number of important symbols. A figure in red cloak, a red cloak with red boots. And a staff or walking stick has his back to us and is walking away from us along the edge of a rocky river. There are some pretty rough-looking mountains immediately in front of him. And it looks like the river flows through a ravine created by those mountains. There are eight cups stacked up in the foreground Both sun and moon are seen in what looks like a a darkened, kind of darker blue nighttime sky. When considered in light of the question, what can the cards tell us about the subject of extraterrestrials? This card carries a pretty sobering message because this is the card of emotional stagnation, alternating with obsession And overwrought enthusiasm. So the message is calm down, get some clarity, stop obsessing. It also, this card, the Eight of Cups, warns us about inertia and lethargy. And it calls for the need to set some boundaries and common sense limits in how we approach the whole subject of extraterrestrials. So we're going to come back to that part about boundaries and limits. Um, it's like, well, what, what kind of limits? I mean, how do, how would that apply? Whether the failure to set boundaries refers to the fact that a takeover attempt was in progress for the last 70 years an infringement on our sovereignty by some very deceptive ETs without our knowing it or the fact that those negative aggressors were chased up by some very positive and protective ETs. Basically, what this card is saying is that the humans on Earth, the planet Earth, are too tired to care. They didn't know. They weren't paying attention. They had stopped developing their consciousness. And after the last 70 years of disruption and chaos and being messed with, we're tired. So the figure in the red cloak and the red boots symbolizes that there's still some passion and some willingness to work at making contact with extraterrestrials, but he's walking away from the cups stacked and waiting for him. He's got his back to the world. So cups are the symbol of feelings, emotions, and beliefs. They demand that we let things flow because this brings rebirth and a renewal of life. In looking at the card, it's difficult to tell whether the figure is walking with the flow of the river or against the flow. When the cards leave us uncertain in this way, it's always because they want us to ask ourselves the question, in this case, um, are we going with the flow of life or are we going against it? What is the flow of life? In a word, it is evolution. The natural flow of life is always onward and upward to greater potential, a more expansive consciousness, and into higher dimensions of life, of existence, of living. Since the figure is walking along the bank of the river, The suggestion is that we are being forced to walk in alignment with the banks that rule our lives. We have allowed our lives to be structured such that we must have money to survive. This leaves very little time to think about ETs and UFOs or what their presence in our life might mean. The craggy mountains that frame the river indicate big, big challenging problems directly ahead. And since our question is about extraterrestrials, they could mean that we may not have the bandwidth to deal with the issues surrounding the extraterrestrial question. Those mountains could also represent the challenges that every civilization must face and deal with if it's gonna survive and evolve to higher, more powerful states of being. ETs often watch over a fledgling civilization, and that's what we are. We're stage one or two. Uh, Let me say that again. ETs often watch over a fledgling civilization that is attempting to mature and step into greater power they have already met and mastered those challenges so they know how daunting it is and although they cannot do the work for us they will help where cosmic law allows and we'll celebrate each little step taken toward the big juggernaut which is the civilizational goal of as a group doing no harm nurturing only life That's the goal of our entire planet. Do no harm. We have a ways to go. So when it comes to the number eight, this is of great significance here as well, because eight is the number of fate and power. Its big lesson is that you must take charge of your fate, but recognize that change is continuous. Things fall apart. And each time they do, you have to put it back together. You are to use what you learned in the process of falling apart. So this is a start over, start over, start over number. Why? Because change is continuous. So the eight is about maturity, self-discipline, authority, and mastery as you move toward becoming eternal and moving past the cycle of death and rebirth. So before we leave this card, I wanna mention that the sun and the moon symbolize the conscious mind and the unconscious or subconscious mind. The goal in evolution is to expand and deepen the conscious side of the mind while learning how to access the unconscious or subconscious side at will and as needed. Pretty soon, it all becomes conscious. You have access to all of it. Excuse me. (laughs) As you can see on this card, the sun, which is the conscious mind, is bigger than the moon, but they are still relatively small in size. This symbolizes that we are at least aware of the ET question, but the deeper significance of their presence is still off in the unconscious, subconscious regions for most people. The dark blue sky backs this up, symbolizing a lack of clarity and depth around the subject. It's kind of hazy. It's kind of in the dark. If we ask ourselves what is the significance of the ET presence, the answer is sobering. It is that everything we have been told, taught, and believed is inaccurate, incomplete, or untrue. This amounts to an almost unmanageable shock, creating cognitive dissonance everything from god natural law national law history relationships technology and business has to be revisited rethought and relearned and then rebuilt sometimes it's easy to see why the presence of et's has been denied for so long such a rethink on the part of humanity would have greatly interfered with the Great Reset. When the powers that be claim that we couldn't handle the truth about ETs, they're probably right. Although my personal opinion is that they couldn't handle it because it would bring an immediate end to their hierarchies of power and control. What would they do with themselves if they weren't obsessing about how to control the world and all of us? You know, sit around and talk on their phones and eat bonbons all day? I doubt it. So this brings us to the second half of the question. Should we prepare for extraterrestrial contact? And if so, what is the best way to start? The card I drew here was the Ace of Cups, and it came with the Hanged Man. So the cards are saying quite enthusiastically, yes, we should prepare. And the way to do so is adopt a completely new point of view. On the Ace of Cups, we see a hand offering a golden cup from which the waters of life flow. A white dove hovers above the cup, and directly below the dove is a circle with a cross in it water lilies are scattered across the water below and there are 26 drops of water in the air around the cup and the hand we've looked at the hanged man in one or two other readings last year but what you'll see when you look at this card is a man hanging upside down by one foot from a tall cross and a tall cross is um sorry It goes like this. Um, A tall cross is one where the cross beam is at the very top. Um, Other crosses, sometimes the cross beam is partway down. So there's still some of the vertical sticking out. The tall cross has the horizontal beam at the top. He wears a, a blue tunic, some red leggings, and yellow shoes. And there's a bright halo around his head. Okay, together, these two cards make quite a statement regarding ET contact and what is needed to prepare for such an event. They underscore that it would be much more than an event. Like, okay, let's go to the movies and then go home and eat dinner. No, no. (laughs) It would be an entire change of mind, heart, perception, and experience a whole new view of reality and the world. More than anything else, the Ace of Cups symbolizes something being offered that would fill our souls, our spirits, hearts, and wishes, leaving us connected with everything and experiencing a sense of belonging and satisfaction that we cannot now imagine. That's quite a statement. Let me read that again. More than anything else, the Ace of Cups symbolizes something being offered that would fill our souls, our spirits, our hearts, and our wishes, leaving us connected with everything and experiencing a sense of belonging and satisfaction that we cannot now imagine. For us to even begin to imagine this, The hanged man says we would have to turn our world upside down and develop an entirely new perspective and way of viewing ourselves in the world. Hmm. Water symbolizes our emotional and spiritual life, and the cup here stands for the human container that holds that emotional, spiritual life. We are the cups. What are emotions other than feelings and desires? What is spirituality other than the unique and complex spirit of loves and feelings and desires and et cetera that pushes one person to become an artist, another to tinker with chemistry, and someone else to fly airplanes? The white dove? Hovering above the cup symbolizes the divine spirit that lives within each of us. But I have to say that the good people of Earth have never had the the opportunity to discover true spirituality for themselves. We have been told by others what it is, how it should look, and how it should feel, how it should behave, and what it means. But is it true i think not there are 26 drops of water in the air around the cup and the hand and these 26 droplets symbolize both human tears and the language of energy which is how we build the reality system water is emotion and the 26 droplets in the air symbolize the emotions and thoughts that we express into the reality, shaping the reality into something we like or something we're proud of. And over the past five or six decades, there have been a number of emotions and thoughts expressed regarding the government and ETs. And one common question has been, when is the government going to disclose the existence of extraterrestrials? While this group of cards is saying that we are tired of the lies, the deceptions, and tired of been waiting to be told what to think or when to think it, the hanged man is saying we are never going to have disclosure until we look at things from another perspective. What is that perspective? The card suggests that disclosure is a personal event. Disclosure is a personal event. It is something each must allow within the self. Waiting for the government is akin to children waiting for permission to say or do something. The basic message of the hanged man is a change of consciousness brings you a completely new perspective of the world. Therefore, turn around. Turn yourself upside down. Change yourself. This is the card of surrendering the old self and all of its beliefs and outlook. A specific warning that comes with this card is that humans depend on what they believe, which becomes a tragedy when the belief is false or inaccurate or incomplete, or too childish to take responsibility? To avoid this, we are encouraged to turn ourselves, our values, our beliefs, and our worldview upside down for a while. The hanged man points to a phase of deep scrutiny in order to discover and eliminate childish ideas and disabling dependencies. The tall cross indicates that we have reached the limits of development using those dependencies. We can't go any further with the set of beliefs we're working on. The legs of the hanged man form an upside down number four. And the four is a number of great and steady stability. Because of his inverted position, he is looking up toward the heavens And together, the upward gaze and the number four tell us that our perspective and our beliefs regarding what goes on in the heavens, you know, out there with ETs, will only reach stability when we have adopted an entirely new approach to the topic of extraterrestrials. We are waiting for the government to give the word. And ETs, are waiting for us to begin reaching out. We are waiting for the government to give us the word and the ETs are waiting for us to begin reaching out one at a time, each of us. Until we stop waiting for the government and start seeing that our approach is that of a child, We are not going to see or hear anything that resembles disclosure because the waiting indicates that we aren't ready. To get ready, the Ace of Cups is inviting a form of almost like a baptism that marks the start of a new life. Pick a day, pick an hour, pick a moment, pick an action that says, from this day forward, I am reborn. I am rethinking, I am reviewing my life, okay? It encourages transformation and letting go of the past. The cross inside the circle, right above the cup and below the dove, is the ancient symbol of eternal life. And the suggestion here is that letting go of the past would encompass our entire reality, allowing us to regenerate in every way. This is a card that takes us beyond time. So that's the end of the first question regarding ETs. Question number two, what is the future of the US as a nation? as in one nation under God, and actually the nations of the West. Are we facing war or national disintegration? And what came up was the Nine of Cups and the Eight of Wands, okay? And the commentary cards were the Seven of Cups, and the four of swords so we'll say more about those in a moment we are all seeing the efforts on the part of the u.s to keep the the war going in ukraine and even though russia keeps inviting us to the table the peace table to discuss how to end the war politicians in the west are ignoring those invites inch by inch we in the west are being dragged toward bigger more destructive weapons and the threat of nuclear attacks even without direct attacks on the u.s or the west what we're experiencing is going to result in deep divisions among the people not only here in the u.s but across the entire west and all the western nations Since the Robes said that the U.S. would break up, it's not likely that we're just going to wake up some fine morning and say, ah, this is a good day to break up the U.S. It's not going to happen like that. So this question came up regarding war and national disintegration. And of course, as I said, the cards drawn here were the Nine of Cups and regarding the future of the U.S. and the Eight of Wands regarding war and national disintegration. So when we look at the Nine of Cups, what we see is a figure seated um, wearing a white robe. Um, His arms are crossed over his chest, but his legs are wide open. Above and behind him is a curving shelf containing nine cups. A blue curtain hangs from the shelf to the floor and the floor and the ceiling are bright yellow, having to do with use your head, thinking, intellectual, etc. This card is known as the Lord of Material Happiness and it is associated with achievement, success, reaching a climax, and completion. All of those are words that can certainly be associated with the U.S. and the entire set of Western countries over the past 200 years. However, this card is also associated with illusions, excess, and the urge to move on, let go, and make way for the new. It's a card that predicts tremendous emotional expansion coming our way. If we can do that, let go and make way for the new. The nine of cups represents an ability to integrate balance, integrate and balance great matters, having a high degree of moral and spiritual excellence. Let me read that again. The nine of cups represents an ability to integrate and balance great matters, having a high degree of moral and spiritual excellence. It is a card that points to getting our cups filled in every way. And remember this card around ETs, walking away from all those cups? We're walking away from everything, not just the ET question. Uh, which says that our cups are no longer filling us. So um, this is a card that points to getting our cups filled in every way if we can address the spirit of each cup, which the figure on the card is not doing. The man in the white robe with the red hat and the red stockings is a very interesting character. White. White is the symbol of masculinity, and red is the symbol of femininity. White is the color of birth and death, and red is the color of being lived, life, passion. White is the symbol of pure and singular intent, and red is the symbol of passion and willfulness. So this figure, Let's say it represents the U.S. in this case. And what it shows is a lot of masculine energy with only a little bit of feminine energy tempering the head and the feet. It shows us that there is some kind of pure intent, nothing accidental. It's all intentional. It's on purpose. That's driving us and our behavior is tinged by great passion and willfulness. But it doesn't doesn't indicate whose intent is doing the driving or whether or not it is pure and good or purely evil. If we assume it is the intent of the people, the question arises as to whether or not what we are intending will fill the cups of life that are waiting to be filled. If someone else's intent is driving things, then we are asked to consider whether or not we are content with the way things are going. So this is a card that says, are you happy? Are you still feeling filled, fulfilled, content?" So in addition, the white robe and the curtains tell us that we are facing a possible death of our country, since the question is about our country. With a need for rebirth and new life, curtains also suggest that a theatrical play is in progress and the curtains are about to close on the current act. So there's a warning associated with the nine of cups and it's represented by the fact that the cups are behind the man seated in front of the curtains. As mentioned, curtains symbolize death as well as hidden factors, hidden players and unexpected events. In the tarot, anything that is portrayed behind someone symbolizes that the individual is ignoring that issue or has relegated that to the area of the unconscious or subconscious. Since all the cups are behind the seated figure, this indicates that there is little to no conscious awareness of feeling happy or satisfied, of having one's cup filled up, and not even any prospect of expecting or hoping for such fulfillment. The array of cups represents our entire emotional framework having been put on the shelf. And this includes all of our needs as a nation, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. You could go on and on. A nation is a way of organizing life. It's a way of working together to fill our needs. It's an umbrella of protection, providing stability, safety, and security to one another. Nations are just one step among many steps on the road to planetary cooperation, the kind of planetary cooperation needed to be able to travel the stars. Are we ignoring the future we are creating? Have we pushed everything to the background because we are distracted and distressed by the drama of the day? Whose intent is driving us forward? Is it ours or some hidden hand? If it's a hidden hand, should we ignore it? If it's us, We have no one to blame but ourselves for what we end up with in the future. Back to the card. (laughs) The seated figure has his arms crossed tightly and deliberately over his chest while his legs are wide open. The closed arms have more to do with the divine side of humanity because they are above the waist. The open legs have more to do with the animal side of humanity because they are below the waist. These postures represent diverse and contradictory attitudes. The crossed arms point to being closed to new thoughts, new ideas, feelings, and perspectives. They signal stubbornness. Hmm. They seem to demand an apology or an explanation, sometimes vengeance. They give one the feeling of judgment being handed out, and they suggest the attitude maintained by some people who don't want to get involved and hope everything will just pass. Well, a lot of others just plain don't see, don't care, don't understand what's really going on. The open legs, however, convey a different message, one of openness and of going along with what's happening. However, the open legs also convey a willingness to be taken advantage of, to be controlled, to be raped or defrauded, or to participate in such activities or allow them to occur. The man's lap is obvious and open, which signals there is some willingness to take on whatever falls in his lap. But without turning around to take into account the cups behind him, there is a big danger of not taking care of the self, not taking care of the country. And since each cup represents an aspect of the individual, or in this case of the national character, and our question is about the future of the US or the West, this would say that there's a danger of not taking care of our collective future. And then this is backed up by the eight of wands, which came up in response to the second part of the question involving war and national disintegration. When we look at the eight of wands, we see that this is one of the few cards without any people on it. At the very, very bottom in the background, a river flows through a green and yellow landscape that rises to become a hill where a barely visible house sits. The yellow and green symbolize newness, but also lack of experience And envy, yellow is envy, jealousy. Also clarity or lack of clarity. So um, in the foreground, almost in your face, are eight wands moving through a bright blue sky. This card is known as the Lord of Swiftness, and it's associated with taking action, risk, putting things in order, Valor, V A L O R, dynamic decisions, abruptness, and operations of boldness for both malice and liberty. It's a card that represents swift action and direct communication, and it calls, it almost demands that we transform any situation or problem. Or obstacle by removing it through direct communication. It warns that procrastination and covert communications will be our downfall. What it's saying is better communicate directly with your national government. This is also a card that does not allow one to start something and not finish it in a timely manner. Avoiding procrastination avoids destruction. That's the basic message of this card. Do not wait. In spite of how simple the card looks at first glance, the Eight of Wands is an intense and complex card that says something big is coming our way and it's almost ready to land. This card symbolizes loss of the self. And if there's no effort to deal with our shadow side, this card is about the shadow side. And uh, take our own wishes and our own needs seriously, we will be lost. Since our question is about the U.S. war and national disintegration, This points to a loss of national identity, the need to deal with the shadow state and to pay attention to what we want and we need. Wands represent the element of fire and their message is something needs to happen, move and be moved. There are many messages symbolized in this card, and just looking at it, you could say the eight wands in the air represent the flight of arrows and the threat of attack that the arrows hold. You could say that the wands look like a fence or barrier preventing us from getting to the free and wide open spaces or the home on the other side of the river. You could also say that the wands look like the steps of a ladder reaching to the heavens, allowing us to connect heaven and earth. But are we doing that? Regardless of how you want to look at this card, the main message is one of change, especially change that will happen very quickly. This is the card of something changing almost overnight. It speaks also of many things in motion all at the same time, of many parallel developments. And it signals that we have achieved a great deal here in the U.S. in terms of material success, but we have lost sight of ourselves. While a great deal of energy transfer is going on, energy that we need in order to survive and thrive. Where is our energy going? Where is our energy being transferred to? What is the symbol of energy transfer in our world? It is money. Of course, this loss of ourselves and our energy is underscored by the large number of cups being ignored in the nine of cups. One of the core messages of the Eight of Wands is a direct contradiction to what we have been told, which is that we must do things for the sake of others. This card directly contradicts that. The Eight of Wands demands that we go our own way. You don't put that thing on your face for the sake of others. You don't get that thing in the arm for the sake of others. You go your own way. It teaches that the only real home you will ever have is where you can reach your potential, which is the set of unique personal interests and skills that each of us is meant to follow and develop and which then form the bedrock of national character when you put all of this together all this varying potential, you end up with a world. The United States and indeed the entire group of Western countries has been at the forefront of the world for many decades. What is the role of a country that steps aside to allow others to join them at the forefront? What new forms of science, medicine, education, agriculture, or other amazing things might we be able to focus on and share? In coming to the close of the second question regarding the U.S., I decided to pull two commentary cards from the deck. The first comment card was the Seven of Cups. And the second was the Four of Swords. We've seen both of these cards recently. If you recall, the seven of cups is the lord of debauchery. And it warns against chasing after all sorts of perversions and distractions while ignoring the reality happening around you. What are we ignoring as a nation? The second commentary card was the four of swords. This is called the lord of truce. What was our question? Are we facing war? National disintegration? This is the Lord of Truths, and it asks us to take a rest from conflicts of every kind and warns us, do not split reality and common sense from the activities of everyday living. It asks us to put together a coherent picture from the pieces of the puzzle in front of us. So the themes coming from all four of the cards fit together perfectly. They're guiding us to look deeply at what we want. That's the nine of cups. To prepare for fast and massive change. It's the eight of wands. To focus on what really matters the seven of cups, and to put the pieces of our nation back together again without losing ourselves in the process. Take a break. Rethink. It's the four of swords. We may not have an all-out war coming at us. Maybe we have a truce, but we do have huge changes coming our way. We may disintegrate but we will have to put ourselves back together again the best way that we can. So let's sum up for this reading, review. What do the cards have to say about the subject of extraterrestrials? Should we prepare for extraterrestrial contact? And if so, what's the best way to do that? So the Eight of Cups is the card of deep fatigue, of being drained, especially emotionally. And although the card calls for us to begin searching for ways to connect to those off planet, that's very difficult to do when you're in a state of emotional exhaustion. The amazing messages of the other two cards are that making contact with ETs would bring about the stunning development of each individual and a feeling of being fulfilled and connected to something we have longed for, but never identified or achieved. However, the message of the hanged man points to something we may not have thought about before. The hanged man is a major arcana card. And it tells us we're dealing with a major problem regarding our perspective. The problem is, that we will only have disclosure after we stop waiting for the government to give the official word. In fact, the hangman suggests that this is exactly the reason we have not had disclosure, because we have been waiting like children, immature, irresponsible, and incapable of interacting on an equal footing with those who are much more advanced than we are. Why would highly evolved extraterrestrials want to deal with us, with our present attitudes, fears, and views? These cards say they are waiting for us to grow up and establish our own connections with them. Question number two, summarizing what is the future of the U.S. as a nation? Are we facing war and national disintegration? And a major focus of the Nine of Cups is on the spirit of an entity. For it is the spirit of someone that guides, protects, and pushes them forward. This card says that we are in danger of losing the spirit of what brought the U.S. together as a nation. The Eight of Wands is a harbinger of massive change about to descend upon us bringing loss of self, loss of our country as an entity on the world stage, and that we need to deal with the shadow side of government, period. The commentary cards reflect the waste of time, money, and energy that has occurred, probably because many people do not believe that tomorrow would be or could be any different than today. And they also hint that there may be a disintegration and the need to put the country back together from pieces that remain after breaking down. The stained glass window is a symbol of having to put the pieces back together. Since the four of swords is the lord of truce, we may see an end to the war in Ukraine and a rest from conflicts of a military sort. Since any failure to win, quote unquote, win in Ukraine would be a serious loss of face, power, and influence for the US and the West, it would amount to a complete shakeup in which we come apart and must put things back together again. So that's it for this month. Thank you so much for listening. We're headed towards spring, and I send you warm wishes and thoughts of balmy weather. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful month.